Welcome to Power for Your Living podcast with Prophet Daniel Amwating, a timely, inspirational, and revelational message to restore your life and destiny. This message gives you the power to live your best life given to you by God. Now, to today's message. Amen. Amen. From now to the end of the year, it's full of declarations, so I don't want to miss anything at all. In Jesus' name, say recovery. Recovery. I can feel you. Recovery. Let me feel you again. Recovery. Again. Recovery. And for the last time. Recovery. Say I recover. I recover. Say I recover everything. I recover everything that belongs to me. That belongs to me. Isaiah chapter eleven, verse eleven. Let's go. Isaiah chapter eleven, verse of eleven. Um, give me the KJV, please. The KJV, please. It shall come to pass in that day that the Lord shall set his hand again the second time to recover the remnant of his people. Say, the second time. The second time. Amen. Help me to speak to, the, to, to, to somebody the title of my sermon. Say, my neighbor. My neighbor. You shall recover. You shall recover. Again. Again. You may be seated. Um, this season of recovery, there are so many deep things that by the grace of God, I will show you a lot of spiritual things, direction. Let me be very sensitive in the place, everybody. Um, everybody may be seated. There's too much movement at the back there. There's going to be serious um, directions and so many things that we'll be doing, and I want everybody to be connected. If you miss one service, you've missed a whole lot because I'll not be able to repeat myself across the other services in Jesus' name. I want to see, I want us to locate some pictures and talk about this, what recovery is all about. Let's see some pictures and let's understand what recovery all about and um, what is all about recovery. When we speak about recovery and we talk about recovery, we see a vehicle up there that is very blue. Um, I don't know what happened to the vehicle, but it made sure that the lights were not there. But after recovery, we saw how it looked like. Let's go. You know, vehicle there, the left side, you know, when it's on there like this and you want to even sell it for one city, nobody will even buy it. But when you turn it like this and you sell it for every one million dollars, somebody will look for it for buy. I might say the truth. Now then let's see the other vehicles as well. Look at the face. It's not how this is not how the manufacturer designed the vehicle, but in the process of time, there was an issue. But after the issue happened, it was being recovered. Let's see the other one. Um, this is not how it was made. This is not how it was done. It's either it hit itself somewhere or um, somebody or another vehicle, another person, another driver accidentally or being aware crashed into it. But it didn't end like that. There was a supernatural turn around and now it looks so nice. If the after is there and somebody brings it to you, you will smile. But when you are there and somebody brings this one to you, you look at the face of the person and say, you don't like me. That's how it's connected to the lives of different people. Many people's lives have gone through this kind of accident. Nobody designed for their life to go through this kind of accident. So when we package you right now and give to somebody in your accident moment, nobody will accept you because they, nobody wants to go through something that has been crashed. But life has a way of crashing. 
crossing people but the good news is that when you are crushed like this one you don't end like that one when you are crushed like that one by the power of God you go through the recovery in the name of Jesus anything at all about your life that has made people to reject you because they didn't want to be with you because you crashed along the way I came to declare to you that in these three weeks of recovery may God package you again may God polish you again may God spend another time on you polish you again so that those who said you, you are not anybody you are not nice anymore they will look at you and say what happened you tell them God so I clap and I see God's recovery coming your way. Nobody wants to be affiliated to the other color. The other one. Nobody wants to be affiliated. Even if you go and show the owner, the owner will be upset because this is not what I bargained for. Many people's destiny, that's how it has gone through. Many people's destiny have gone through a fallen. Many people's destiny have gone through a, 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 a point where nobody wants to be associated with you. But God doesn't end you on that point. God makes sure he takes you back to the original intent in Jesus' name. Today, every part of your life, I don't know whether it's about your relationship, whether it's about your business or even your health, anything that has happened about your life, I declare in the name of Jesus, receive divine recovery. Sorry. Recovery. Recovery. Now, Prophet Daniel, what happens? What happens? And uh, uh, um, how does it happen all of a sudden that somebody's life becomes the before? Now, this is what people go through that they go through damage. Number one, that at the end of the day, you will need a recovery. Number one, when you fall down in life. When you fall down in life, you go through damage. Nobody wakes up to fall down in life. You wake up to fall down in life. But you can fall down in life in different ways. You can fall down in business. You can fall down in an investment that you started. You thought the investment to do so very much well. Your eye and your energy was on that investment. You targeted that investment that every month you are going to get this amount of money. I'm not talking about men's gold. So you projected by December, I'll make this money. But in the process of time, the whole thing was locked down. When you fall down in life, say, I will never fall down. I will never fall down. Now, the second thing that makes people go through the, um, a damage, number two, is called, I, I talked about it on last Wednesday, it's called spiritual leprosy. Say, leprosy. Leprosy. You know, spiritual leprosy, another meaning for spiritual leprosy is called B-U-T. Someone say, bats. But. Say, bats. But. Spiritual leprosy is when everything about you looks so good, but they write something else around your life. Let's go to my test right now. First, second Kings chapter 5, verse 1, and let's see what spiritual leprosy is about. She's so kind, but she works so very hard, but as for Job, he goes to a good interview, but she can become pregnant. As for pregnant, she can become pregnant, but after four months, she will miscarry. Somebody say, but. But. When you have that spirit of bat in your life, it takes away everything at all that is connected to you. Now, Naaman, the Bible says Naaman. The Bible says Naaman was a general of the army of the king of Aram. He was an important guy to the master. The guy was important. Say, I'm, I'm important. I'm important. He was so important to the master. He held him in high esteem because by him, God has given victory to Aram. Now, he says a truly great man. He's not a great man. He's a truly great man. There's one thing being a great man, another thing being truly a great man. He says, uh, but he was afflicted with a skin disease. 
So all the good things that have been said about him, the bad has come to negate everything. What is the bad that is negating the good things about your life? You start so well, but an issue happens. Anytime you go to the subject of but, the only way you can receive a turnaround is to go to the season of divine recovery. Today, if they have written a bat on your name, a bat on your destiny, Jesus. a bat on your DNA, a bat on your identity, in the name of Jesus, ah, she got the land to build a house, but something happened. I declare in the name of Jesus, let the blood of Jesus, let the spirit of the Lord stop that agenda of bat from your life in the name of Jesus. Some shall no more bats. No more bat. Now look at this one. The next thing that people go through for them to go through damage is one of the painful things I'm about to talk about. It's called sickness. Say sickness. Sickness. You know, when sickness shows up in a person's life, sickness shows up in a person's life, part of your life is being damaged. Sickness, disease. I speak in Jesus' name. Jesus. In the disease. I speak on your kidneys. Jesus. I speak on your liver. Kanda. Put your hand on your head. I speak on your legs. I speak on your hands. I speak on your arm. Jesus. I speak on your head. In the kind of sickness that will bring your life down by the blood of Jesus, I cross it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Say no more sickness. No more sickness. Say I am healed. I am healed. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say I am healed. I am healed. Put your hand down. Let's go to Second Kings chapter eight, verse seven. Unless what happens about sickness. He says, Elisha came to Damascus and behind that king of Syria was sick. And it was told him, saying, the man of God has come here hither. Let's go. He says, and the king sent Hazel, take a present with you and go and ask the man of God whether I will recover. So what, what, the reason why you need recovery is whenever there is sickness. So the king is sick. Imagine he's been a king for many years. He has struggled to fight a lot of wars. Now it's a time for him to receive many good things in life. And now he is sick. So definitely he needs to know whether he will die or he'll recover. After many people struggling all their life, working hard, so very hard, sickness shows up around different angles. Listen, sickness comes in physical or spiritual. Any physical or spiritual area of sickness in your life, Jesus. may the grace of recovery, say, shall I recover from the disease? May the grace of recovery show up in the name of Jesus. Say, I recover from my sickness. Name of Jesus. In the name of Say, Jesus. I recover. I recover from my sickness. From my sickness. Let's see Mark chapter sixteen, verse of eighteen. Mark chapter sixteen, verse of eighteen. It says, it says, they shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. Now it says, they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. So anytime there is sickness, what you need is supernatural recovery. Uh, the Bible said, day, the day is me and you. We place our hand on any sick. Put your hand on your head again. He said, they shall place their hand on the sick. He said, they shall place their hand on the sick. And the day is anybody who accepts Jesus as their Lord and their Savior. If you accept Jesus, you are part of the day. The day is not prophet Daniel only. The day is not a bishop. The day is not a prophet. The day is not a pastor. The day is in the child of God. As your hand is on your head, I speak in the name of Jesus. You are part of the day. Any sickness may you recover in Jesus name. Uh, now listen, on Christmas day, you will not be lying down on that bed. Uh, I declare 
in the name of Jesus on Christmas Day. recovery is when an individual gets to a point and this is a serious point is this point is called the, is, is, the point is called the point of ready to die the point of ready to die say ready to die ready to die I can feel you ready to die I can feel you ready to die when you get to the point of ready to die the only thing you need is recovery the shadow of ready to die 2nd Kings chapter 20 verse 1 the spirit of ready to die I have about 10. I'll only give you five today by the grace of God. Then uh, we continue the course of the week. He says, Sometime later, Hezekiah, Hezekiah, oh, please, please give me the cage if you follow me, whatever I tell you, please. Thank you. In those days, Hezekiah was sick unto death, which means he was sick, ready to die. And the prophet Isaiah, the son of Amos, came to him and said to him, That says the Lord, set your house in order. Call the lawyer, for thou shalt die and not live. Say, I will not die. I will not die. I can't feel you. I will not die. Isaiah chapter 38, verse 16. And, and let me show you something from both texts. Isaiah chapter 38, verse 16. Oh Lord, by this, by this, oh Lord, by these things men live. In all these things is the life of my spirit. So will thou recover me and make me to live. So the guy is ready to die in the book of Kings. But the only way he can live is for him to recover. He says by these things. So for you to recover in life is called by these things. And the question is what are these things? Ask your neighbor what are these things? What are these things? So for you to live in life is by these things. And what are they? That's what I'm coming to show you today. And what I will show you today, make sure you follow because these are the things that will help you to recover and you shall live in Jesus' name. Let's go back to what Isaiah told the guy over there. 20 verse 1, 2 Kings. He says, you shall die and shall not live. But let me tell you something. No matter the pronouncement on your life about ready to die, the ready to die is not the end. When Isaiah told him that you're about to die, you'll not live. There are many people seated here. If it was you that you were the king, Hezekiah, when the moment you hear about it, I'm going to die and I will not live again. You go there and sleep and say, let death come. But the guy, they didn't do that. He said, you say, I'm going to die. And there's a prophet Isaiah. Isaiah is the one of, Isaiah is the powerful prophet in the Bible, the whole Bible. He's the most recognized prophet, not Elijah, not Elijah, Isaiah. He's the one prophesied about the birth of Jesus Christ. The book of Isaiah, the whole book of Isaiah is um, a mini book of the Bible. Isaiah has 66 chapters in the Bible. The whole, in, in, in the chapters in the book of Isaiah, the whole Bible has 66 books. So every book in Isaiah represents one book in the Bible. That's how powerful Isaiah was. So Isaiah said, you are going to die, ready to die. But let's see what the king did. Then I'll show you what you need to do to come out of this. I like this one. He turned his face to the wall and prayed unto the Lord. Somebody hear me? No matter what the prophet tells you, you to go to God. Man. Those who are not clapping, you are depending on providence, why you can't clap. Well, providence tells you anything. You to go to God. If it's God who spoke to Prophet Daniel, go to the source. Don't build your
your Christian faith on Prophet Daniel, I will fail you. But build your faith on the God of Prophet Daniel. And Prophet Daniel prayed for me and I'm waiting. Hey, go to the God of Prophet Daniel, pray to. I'm only a conduit, just that I know some direction that you might not know, so we can do it and come quick sometimes. But go to the source. Then he turned his face to the wall. And let's see the word. Somebody who's ready to die. Most of you can buy Nanka Usu. But somebody will, he says, I beseech you, O Lord, remember me. Half I've walked before you. Look at my heart. I'm a good guy. I've done what is good in thy sight. And hear me. And after he prayed to God, that's when he cried. But most of you, you cry before praying. Oh. You let the crying take the best out of you. But as a human being, I'm a king, wow. I'm a king, I have a lot of lands. I'm a king. There's a rich restaurant there, I'm a king. There are houses, I'm a king. So he thought about it after praying, oh my God, he, the car, somebody's going to be, um, uh, so, so he will cry, he will cry, it's normal. Let's continue, let's continue. And let's see what happened. It came to pass and after Isaiah was gone out in the middle court, the word of the Lord came back to Isaiah and said, Isaiah, go back to the guy. You told the guy you would die. Isaiah, go, go, go and change your mind. Me. No, 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 no. Turn again and tell Ezekiel, the captain of my people, that's yet the God of David, thy father. I have heard thy prayer. I have seen thy tears. Behold, I will heal thee. On the third day, that shall go up to the house of the Lord. My God. Somebody ready to die. Now God says, now there's a question over here. Nobody lift up your hands. There's a question over here. Put your hand down. That's a question. The question here is that there's a problem in this whole text. Prophet, that knows the problem. The problem is that the Bible says God is not a man should lie. And a, and a son of man to change his mind. But somebody, let me tell you this. God, he changed his mind. The Bible says he doesn't change his mind. So you, as a human being, you can do things for God to even change his mind. God said you die at the age of 50. Say, God, 50 is too small for me. God, give me 85. You are not clear. Listen, Ezekiel is like you. He's a human being. He could speak. And God told Isaiah, and hear me, the prophecy was not a false prophecy. Isaiah was a genuine prophet. Direct prophecy. Everything was direct. Everything was direct. But yet still, there was a turnaround. There was a turn around. And God says, go and tell the guy. And, and, and God added 15 years. 15 years. Okay, okay, it's there. And I'll add unto thy days. How many years? 15. Somebody ready to die. He didn't cry. He prayed and cried. But most of you, you have cried. And you cried. And you cried. And now all your eyes is red. After finish crying, go back to God and say, God, help me to recover. I prophesy you shall recover. Amen. I take your feet from any shadow of ready to die. Amen. Say, I will not die. I will not die. Now, the, next, the reason why God has to give you recovery, I'm giving you the last one today, is when you go through disgrace. Say disgrace. Disgrace. Let's go say disgrace. Disgrace. Hosea chapter 2 verse 9. Disgrace is nakedness. Hosea chapter 2 verse 9. 
Therefore will I return and take away my corn in the time thereof. And my wine in the season thereof. And I like this last part. And will recover my wool and my flask giving to cover her nakedness. So anytime you go to nakedness, what you need in life is God's recovery. Many people are walking in life. They have their Gucci on, their Louis Vuitton on, their Chanel on, but spiritually they are naked. You have your nice dress on. Most of you are wearing dresses, but in the spiritual realm, you are naked. When you are naked, everybody treats you anyhow. When you are naked, people humiliate your destiny. But when you go through that, what you need is supernatural recovery. Today I speak, if there's anybody here that in the spiritual realm, they have made you naked, Jesus. Most of you, most of you will get dreams and you are naked. Sometimes you get dreams and you are bathing outside and people are watching you. It's called spiritual nakedness. It brings about disgrace. But by the oil and by the anointing in this house, I came to cover that nakedness. Say recover. this let me give you this other one now what do you have to do to go through recovery number one is this you need the hand of God it's the hand of God that covers your naked say the hand of God the hand of God one more time let's go the hand of God so our base test was able to show us 11 11 of Isaiah the base test shows that the only way you can get recovery is from the hand of God it says, it says in, 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 the Lord shall set his hand again to recover deep. So what brings you recovery in life is the hand of God. Everybody in life, you need the hand of God. Wherever you are, lift up your hands. Lift up your hands and be on your feet. And put your two hands on your head. And say, let the hand of God. The hand of God. Let the hand of God. Let the hand of God. Cause me to recover. Cause me to recover. Say, I recover. I recover. By the hand of God. By the hand of God. In the name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. Say, I recover. Recover. By the hand of God. By the hand of God. Sit down. Now, the second thing you need for recovery is called everybody. You need an angel. There's a particular angel. If God permits next year, I'll get time to teach about angel, a whole series on angels. We have the angel of recovery. Say the angel of recovery. The angel of recovery. So one day, a king was, was not well, and the king asked them to go and ask someone, a spirit, um, somebody that is not from God to know whether he will recover all of a sudden. Then the angel of recovery went to the king, went to the prophet and told the prophet, go and tell the king that he has done something bad. So the angel of recovery was upset because he was not invited. They invited another spirit. So we have an angel that is called the angel of recovery. Say the angel of recovery. The angel of recovery. From today, I place that angel in your life. Amen. So now, now when the angel of recovery is at work in your life, it's always with you. It's always monitoring you. So if you are going, to, you are about to go through any kind of damage, like the left car, the left car over there, when you go to that damage, that angel of recovery will make sure that you, are, you come back to the right car. I speak in Jesus' name. Jesus. Let that angel of recovery. My God. Let that angel of recovery. Jesus. Show up in your life now. Amen. Say the angel of recovery. The angel of recovery. Now let me give you number three. I have ten, but I'll give you three because there's a direction I'll come to show you. Now the next thing, so right now the hand of God. Number two, the angel of recovery. And the third one, the hand. Don't forget this one. The reason why you come to church and the man of God will place the hand on you is that when the man of God placed the hand on you, 
is no more the hand of the man of God. It's the hand of God. So by the laying off of hands, you can recover. That's why you come to church. A hand is being placed on you and your life begins to turn around. Because God has come through for your life. Say by fire. By fire. Any laying of hands. Any laying of hands. That will come on me. That will come on me. I receive it. I receive it. So look at it right now. Second Kings chapter 5 verse 11. We're speaking about bat, about Naaman, right? Naaman had bat because he was going through that issue and he needed, he needed recovery. He said, but Naaman was rough and went away and said, behold, I thought he will surely come out to me and stand and call the name of his God and strike his hand over the place and recover the leper. So what can recover you from your leprosy is from the hand of a man of God. Today, I stand as your man of God. By the authority in the word of God, Jesus. I stand as a man of God. I stretch my hands on you right now in the name of Jesus. Receive recovery. I receive, it. receive recovery. I receive it. If your business has damaged, receive recovery. Amen. Hey, if your children have gone to damage, receive recovery. Listen, if your academic life has gone through any damage, receive recovery. I receive it. Listen, if your Christian life, you don't pray anymore. When you begin to pray, you are dozing off. It means your Christian life has got accident. But I raise these hands on you. Receive recovery. Shall I receive recovery? Recovery. Now hear me. I don't know where the time the time is going so quick. I have a lot to show us, but just give me only five minutes. Let me give you uh, this one. And um, now there's a spirit. Somebody hear me. It's called the spirit of Abijah. Say the spirit of Abijah. The spirit of Abijah. Abijah. A B I J A H. Say Abijah. Abijah. I can't feel you. Abijah. The spirit of. Let's go. Abijah. Now look. look now let's listen. Over there, what's the spirit of Abijah? The spirit of Abijah is a particular spirit. What happens is that if anybody carries that spirit, when they come around your life, everything about your life collapses. Everything about your life doesn't work anymore. And you never recover. And on the Tuesday and Wednesday prayers, that's what we will really attack you on. In the spirit of, say the spirit of Abijah. The spirit of Abijah. And sometimes, seriously, what happens is that when these people with this kind of spirit comes around a person, what happens is that when they come around your life, your things will drop and destroy, but their things will begin to go on well. Have you seen some before? It's called the spirit of Abijah. Let's see it right now. Second Chronicles chapter 13, verse 20. And... um. I will give you some serious directions over here. Second Chronicles chapter 13, verse 20, please. Look at it. Neither did Jeroboam recover strength again. He didn't recover strength in the days of what? Abijah. In the days of what? Abijah. So, it, so long as Abijah was there, the guy never got recovery and he died. Now let's see verse 21, what happened? Verse 21. But look at Abijah. But Abijah waxed mighty, and he married 14 wives, and he had 22 children, he had 22 sons and six daughters. 16, look at Mama Neketua. So look at it. When he was around, the Rubium didn't recover. But him, Abijah, how many wives? 14 wives. So total children, 22 plus 16, 38. 
So when somebody carries that spirit around you, your things start damaged and their things begin to well. Today, whoever wants to prosper Jesus. at your detriment, at your downfall, Jesus. You can go through that damage. Get me the one, one, one of the pictures again. The damaged car. Get me the can get the, the white one. Get it for me. Get it for me. So the car on the left went through this damage. It didn't. It didn't just happen. A car came to crash it. Or when you look at from the back, this one is not a car going reverse because you can see that the, the door has also been damaged. So this one, what happened to the left car is called Abijah. And sometimes you know that a particular car can come and hit your car. Your car will damage and that car, nothing will happen to it. Oh, oh, oh. One day I hit a particular car. My car didn't do anything. The other car damaged. But it was their fault, so I didn't do it. That one was Abijah. Listen, any association Jesus. that carries any hint of Abijah that will cause your own to damage, but their own will be 14 wives, 38 children. I declare in Jesus' name. Jesus. He says, and Jeroboam never recovered. Jesus. So long as Abijah was alive, I declare, may God deliver you. Now hear me, hear me. Now I come to tell you some deep things. Some deep things. Say deep things. Deep things. Prophet Daniel. Okay, give me the 30. Uh, 11, 11, Isaiah, and let me tell you. What I'm about to tell you, everybody, and everything I told you, if you forget, don't forget this one. This is what, anytime I bring a series, I try to bring directions connected to it. It's a plenty, but I'll give you two. He says, um, God will send his hand again the second time. Somebody say that the second time. The second time. Now hear me. What are the times of a person's life that you have to, that day, you have to pray for recovery? This is when a prophetic preacher with insight of the word of God comes in. And a church like this will give you that secret. See the time. The time. Now, there are four times in, the, in, the, in life that is a season of recovery. I want the place to be very, very sensitive. There are four times that are the seasons of recovery. I'm come to give you two today. Within a week, I'll give you two. The first one, hear me, is on the day of a birthday. The day of a birthday. On your birthday, don't joke with that day. Two things can happen. It's the day of recovery or it is the day that there can be a damage. So now that you know as a child of God, you need recovery. The day of a birthday is very important. I'm about to give you about five, I will not read, but I will show you. Number one, do you know that when 
Joseph was in prison and there were two servants of the king there. The day that the cupbearer was elevated and he recovered, it was Pharaoh's birthday. Oh, God, you don't. Okay, Genesis chapter 40, verse 20. The guy is in prison for many years, but the day, he says, it came to pass on the third day, which was Pharaoh's birthday. He made a feast for all the servants and he lifted up the head of the chief butler and the, and the chief baker among his servants. But that day, they killed the baker, but the butler was elevated. So it happened on the birthday of Pharaoh. So birthdays are days of elevation. Well, let, me, let me give you another one again. Do, do you know that it was on the birthday of Herod that a girl was dancing and Herod said, hear me, and Herod said, because you are dancing, I'm going to promote you. But it, the same day of promotion was the day of John the Baptist's death. So on every birthday is two things, elevation or damage. So on your birthday, which one do you want? Elevation or damage? So on the birthday of Herod, the girl is dancing, dancing, dancing. Herod said, young girl, come. Anything you need in this kingdom, I will give to you. That is elevation. And the girl said, because it's elevation, I can also bring somebody down. I need the head of John the Baptist. And John the Baptist, a, a, a man of God, was killed on a birthday. So birthdays are dangerous. Those who are not clapping, you are not a Christian. Let me give you another one again. Do you know that the day Jesus was born, the moment he was born, and some angels went to some shepherds and told them a king has been born, go and locate him. It was birthday. And the Bible says, when Jesus was born, wise men saw the star. So on your birthday is a day when your stars are active. Ah. Oh, that's why you need power of worship. This is the only place to get this revelation. So your, your stars are active on your birthdays. And most of you on your birthday, when you wake up in the morning, the only thing you are doing is you are planning how you can chill. You don't do any special work. Your, your stars are active on your birthday. Say, my birthday, my, birthday. my stars are active. My stars are active. Now let, now, let me show you a secret. Can I show you a secret? Lift up your hands. I don't know whether you're ready. Lift up your hands and put your hand down. Let, let me tell you this. Do you know a secret? That when Job, when he had, he had money, Job, in the Bible, any time it was the birthday of the children, he would do a sacrifice for them. And when you do the sacrifice, so that in case my children have done something bad on their birthday, may God deliver them and may good things happen. It was a spiritual thing. Joe did a spiritual thing. Joe chapter 1, verse 4. The way some of you have opened your eyes in hey, our Bible, yes, it's inside the Bible. Because you don't read your Bible. He says, and his sons went to feast in their houses, everyone his day. Give me another translation and let's see. Everyone his day. Yeah, you know, this week, um, they came to, they came to do servicing. So that annoyed them, yeah. Job's sons would take things in their homes and they would also invite their three sisters with them. So it was on their birthday. Give them the NIV. 
So it's a serious thing. That's right. He says his sons would take tents and hold feasts in their homes and they would invite their sisters with them, three sisters, and eat with them. The Bible talks about it as their birthdays. Other translations talk about it as birthdays. So birthdays are so powerful. Perfect. Thank you. His sons used to go and feast in the house of each one on his what? Birthday. And they invited their three sisters with them. Let's go verse 5. And when the days of the feasts were over, Job sent for them to purify and hollow them. And he offered morning in the early in the morning. He rose up in the morning and offered burnt sacrifice on their birthday in the morning. He do direction for them on their birthday. Because birthdays can control a destiny. But today, I speak on your birthday. Jesus. I go to your birthday. Receive God's divine strength in the name of Jesus. Sapphire. Wow. Wow. It's 941. I have a lot to teach you. Can I give you the number two? The second thing is this. Listen, some of these things I'm teaching you, everything I teach you is a secret. Now, the second thing is that the day you need to pray for recovery is the first day of the month. Now, the first day of the month, I can can call it from the first to the fifth. Those times of the month are serious times. It is called, hear me, it is called the new moon. When we talk about new moon, it means a new month. The word month comes from the word moon. So let me show you something about new moon. One day, a woman had a son, the Shunammite woman. The woman had a son. The son was there. Okay, let's go. Second Kings chapter 4 verse 18. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go very, very quick and give me good translation. Let's go. Let's go. Yes. It says, the child was there. The child had grown, but on a particular day, he went to the he went to the father, and look at what the child was doing. My head, my head, my head, and he said to the lad, "Carry him to his mother." So a boy is there. The boy is complaining, "Miti, miti, miti, my head," and said, "Take him to the mother." Let's see. They took the boy to the mother, and when they brought him to the mother, he sat on her till the afternoon, and the boy died. I want to pause here to declare. May you or your children never complain my head, my head. Any shadow of my head, my head, that will take you off. I reject it right now. Okay, that's not why I came here. So look at it right now. So now the boy is dead. And mind you, this woman didn't have a baby. It was prophet Eliza who did the direction and the baby came. And look at it right now. And she went up and laid him on the bed of the man of God. This one is a preaching for another day. Because the woman built a house, a house and a bed for the man of God. So when trouble came, she put the child on that bed. What to do for the man of God or the, or the house of God is what to help you in the day of trouble. But it's a preaching for another day. Wait, 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 don't clap yet. Then she shut the door upon him and went out. Let's see. So now the child is there though. Then the woman called her husband and said, Send me, I pray thee, one of your boys and one of the donkeys. The asses is a donkey. That I may run to the man of God and come again. So now the child is dead. The woman says, send the car for me, the donkey, and bring the man of God. And the answer for the new moon is here. Look how the man said. What he said, and he said, wherefore 
would thou go to him today? It's neither a new moon. And she said, it shall be well. So the husband was saying, your son is dead. But don't go to the man of God because today is not a new moon. You can only get recovery for your son when it is a new moon. So new moon is a day that if anything is even dead, it will rise up to life. And the new moon is the beginning. The be oh my, my God. I prophesy by fire. Jesus. Every beginning of every month. I when we visit a new month, what do you do? In a new month, what do you do? Me every the moment from 12 to the 1, 12, from 11 to 12, that midnight, you declare. Because everything that will happen in your life, it happens on the new moon. Lift up your hands. These are spiritual things you need for your destiny. I declare on every new moon over your life. Jesus. If there has been any contamination on your new moon, let the God of the testimony city bring a turn around now in the name of Jesus. Sound new moon. New moon. Sound new moon. New moon. So the new moon again, let's go. Psalm 81 verse 3. Don't miss any of the days because every day I will teach something different. 81 verse 3, let's go. It says, blow out the trumpet in the new the time appointed. So the new moon is the day of celebration. So if you want to go to recovery, it happens on the new moon, the first day of the month. I declare, I speak by fire. Jesus. On your new moon, receive grace. I said, on your new moon, receive grace. So I'll receive grace. You know, the new moon is also for your position and your elevation. So one day David says something that was very strange. First Samuel chapter 20, verse 5. David said, I need to sit down on a particular chair on a new moon. And David said to Jonathan, behold, tomorrow is the new moon. I should not fail to sit down with the king. So on the new moon is the day that you sit down on your position in life. Be on your feet. So birthdays and new moons. There are four. Can I give the third and fourth? Uh, it's Tuesday, Wednesday. Thank you. Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. If I give you plenty, you consume and you might forget. Lift up your hands. Two prayers. The first one is this God. Anywhere Abijah wants to grasp me. Jesus. In the shadow of Abijah. Thank you for joining us on Power for Your Living podcast. You can contact Prophet Daniela Martin on www.danielamartin.net or call the toll-free number 1-844-314-7337 or call plus 233-240-799910 or email amoatt at hotmail.com. If you are blessed by this message, you can prayerfully consider partnering with this ministry by giving your offering on www.danielamwating.net or cash up, dollar sign, power of worship, one, or PayPal, info at danielamwating.net or MTN Mobile Money, 055-0000881. Thank you. You can worship with Prophet Daniela Martin at Power of Worship International Ministries, Spinktest Road, Accra, Ghana, or any of his international branches across the world. Visit us on our social media handles, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, Clubhouse at Daniel Amwating or Power of Worship International on Facebook. Thank you.